Welcome to I'd Rather Stay In with your hosts, Megan Myers and Steffi Bradmore. This week, we're chatting about our guilty pleasures. Stay tuned. Do you love listening to I'd Rather Stay In and want to support the podcast? Well, now you can. Visit our website or the link in our Instagram profile and click buy me a coffee or visit buymeacoffee.com slash IRSI podcast. For the price of a cup of coffee, you can help us cover the costs of creating this podcast. There are no monthly memberships and you can support us at whatever level you like, whenever you like. Whether you buy us one coffee, many coffees, or simply continue listening as always, we're so grateful for your support. Uh, both of my children got glasses. They're so cute in their glasses. I will not tell them that I think they're adorable in their glasses when I see them. <laughs> I will just tell them I think that they look really good in their glasses, but they are adorable in their glasses. They were so... Like, at first, they were like, I don't want glasses, I don't want... Because Max was not as much, but Reese was just like, Ugh, glasses, blah. Which we have been telling them for years, both of your parents, previously wore glasses, you will... Definitely need glasses. Parents are blind as bat, okay? Yeah. (laughs) And so Max got a thing from the school that said, like, oh, hey, we had like a test at school. You failed your eye test at school. That's how they figured mine out in kindergarten, too. Yeah. Like, uh, he needs to have like a real test, which is funny because he had an eye test last year and they said he was fine, which gives me pause a little bit. But, um,. So we just, I said, just have both of them go. I'm sure Reese needs his eyes checked too. He always says he can't read certain things. Like, yeah. So they went and they have the same prescription. <laughs> their, That's funny. Their glasses came in yesterday and they come home and they're like, mom, we were so blind. <laughs> because they wore them home and then they would like take them off, like on the car ride home. And they're like, yes. we couldn't see anything. <laughs> It's amazing. I'm like, it's like a whole new world to you guys. And they're like, yeah. They're like, trees have leaves on them. (laughs) Like individual leaves. (laughs) I'm like, wait till you go to school tomorrow and you'll be able to like read the board. Because Reese said then, he also said like, oh yeah, in math class, I sit in the back and I can't read the board. I'm like, how are you doing that? How did he make it to 14 without saying anything? He's never going to say anything, I guess. I don't know. Oh my god, this is incredible. Well, I look forward to the report after school today. (laughs) Oh my god, our friends have faces! Wow! Yeah, yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. But they were pretty happy with them. They, they don't. I think, I think it's you know long gone are the days where it's been like. We get glasses. I'm gonna be a nerd. People gonna make fun of me. So. And, like, the it's classes have come a long way since, like, even, like, we were kids. Oh, yeah. Like, like, there's such a cute style. Max's and... glasses are, like, really, frost all, they're really lightweight. Mm-hmm. And the frames are really thin, like, blue metal. So they, like, they look, look pretty cool. cool. So uh, if I was a kid and I needed the good glasses, I would be very happy with the options. Also, it was making, it kind of it made me giggle a little bit because Reese's look a lot like Alex's glasses. Yeah. I know he thinks Alex is just real cool, so. I told him that and he goes, is it because I have a beard? And I'm like, yes, that's why that's your glasses That's definitely why. It's all that facial hair you have. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, my hair, my husband's hair is now like 
long enough that he can technically put it in a ponytail and i'm I, 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 just I don't know how I feel about that. I have some real feelings about that. I don't, <laughs> he just like really wants to grow his hair long. And I told him, okay, fine, whatever. But you have to keep your beard trimmed short. Yeah, it's one or the other. You yes. can't, uh, Cause can't like, go full mountain man. Right. Because like right now his hair is out of length and he like does need to trim his beard a little bit. And so he's got this real like Game of Thronesian thing going <laughs> on. And I'm like, I just like... Oh, buddy. That's fine. But he also has, like, really great hair. So he actually has, like, the perfect hair to wear long mm-hmm. if he wanted to. Just, like, low-key annoying as a woman. I'm like, you're freaking, you're, like, freaking annoying because you have perfect hair. Uh, so I'm like, whatever. It's not a battle I feel like fighting at the moment. So Yeah, Bob has really, really wavy hair. So, like, whenever he grows it long, it just ends up being, like, all fair fawcety. <laughs> And you're like, so, do you know how many people pay for that? Like yeah. a lot of money to get their hair to look like that. <laughs> it's just rude. <sighs> so I thought this week we could just have a little fun and talk about guilty pleasures. Uh, I had a really good dream about Chris Evans the other day, but I don't think that's what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know that we can't mean that. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, that works. <laughs> Um, Megan, what do you, what do you consider to be a guilty pleasure? I mean, besides Chris Evans. I mean, look, he just seems like a really nice guy. He, it was just a nice, it wasn't like a sexy, does. he just seems like a nice person. He just genuinely seems like a delightful human. Um, so I will say, first of all, I don't really like the term guilty pleasures. I don't know that we need to feel guilty for our guilty pleasures. Exactly. I wanted to talk about that. Like, do we need to feel guilty about them? I no, don't think so. I don't think so. Especially uh, not food. Like, let's be very clear. When it comes to food, we don't ever need to feel guilty about the food we're eating. No. Also, if you hear stuff, the dog has joined us for the recording today. So <laughs> you might hear some some sniffing, some snorts, some rooting around. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree. You shouldn't feel guilty about food. I hate that. And you see like a recipe. It's like guilt-free, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no. I do not feel guilty when I eat food because I love food. Yes. And food makes me happy. So, no. Yes, exactly. Same. Uh, that being said, it is a useful descriptor to say guilty pleasures. So Yes, because people know what, what you mean. Yeah. Because there's not really like a good alternate phrase to use that conveys the same idea yes because i was thinking about this like what else can you say i don't think that there's another term that really really encompasses it so yeah like we're what, we, what we mean socially so <laughs> yeah. we are saying guilty pleasures but we don't feel guilty about it right um i would say definitely like watching a lot of a show yes like just con like, I mean, I was not like our friend who watched all of Bridgerton in one day. It took me two days. Because I just I only last watched night. it at night. Uh, <laughs> so stuff like like watching shows like Bridgerton or uh, like rewatching The Good Place or anything like that. That is something that I would consider a guilty pleasure. I think partially because like. Sure, there are more productive things that I could be doing. But why? But why? (laughs) 
These, these things make you happy. See, I don't know that I would consider, like, I, I thought I did. I did power through Bridgerton, not quite as fast because I had to work both Friday and Saturday nights at the restaurant. But I did. I finished the last episode last night. I have many thoughts. Um, mostly, how did they make this season both, as as Ade put it, both more chaste and also dirtier <laughs> than the first season. It's, it's, whoo! Okay, anyway, um, they're just so beautiful together. The leads were just so beautiful together. Um, I just want to look at them. Like, I just, I just want to look, I just want to look at them. They're so pretty. Um, I would consider, in terms of, like, TV, like, The Bachelor franchise is definitely a guilty pleasure for me because I know I shouldn't like it because it's horrible, and yet, <laughs> I, for the most part, quite enjoy it. A lot of reality TV falls into that, like, Love is Blind. You know how I am about my reality TV. I don't, there's certain reality shows I'm not into, like, I'm not, I'm not a Real Housewives, mm-hmm. like, I'm not into any of, like, the Bravo shows, really. I'm more into like The Bachelor, some of the Netflix reality shows, and I definitely like. I'm like, this is terrible. These are terrible. I should not like these, and yet, I enjoy them. I mean, there is a reason why they are so popular and have been running for so long. This is true. So you're not alone. I am definitely not alone. This is correct. <laughs> this is correct. Yeah. So I don't know. For me, those are more like my guilty pleasure shows. Mm-hmm. Or um, even like like there's some shows that are on have been on Netflix that are just objectively not good, and yet I'm like <laughs> I'm still watching it. I don't even know. Sometimes I get to the end and I'm like, did I even like this? Can you think of one? Uh, like Jenny and Georgia. I watched. Oh, I couldn't. I couldn't even get through the first episode of that. Right. I watched the first whole for the whole first season of it, and then I got to the end, and I was like, "Did I even just enjoy that? I'm <laughs> really unsure. Like, I don't know that I would watch another season. Maybe I would. I, I, I don't even know. I just got to the end and was confused about how I felt about it. I think that was like that with um. I, like Mad Men, when I think it was, you know, maybe halfway through the series where I was watching it and I like, I really enjoyed like the costumes and the whole, like all the set decoration and all of that part of it. But I'm like, these are all terrible people. They're Why horrible humans. <laughs> right. There's like no character where you're just like really rooting for them because yeah. they're all just low key terrible. And it was kind of like Down Down Abbey kind of turned into that too, where I was like, I don't like anybody on this show, and the plot is kind of stupid now. Why am I watching? It kind of ran its course. It did, yeah. I couldn't even watch the movie; like, I fell asleep. Yeah, I because I recent I like not too long, like maybe in the last couple of years did a rewatch on Downton Abbey. And I only made it partway through the last season, I think. And I didn't make it to the movie. Like, I just, like, trickled off. Yeah. And I I, I don't know. At some point, I was just like, nah. I went downhill when they got rid of Sybil, who is the most interesting character on the show. Yes, that was <laughs> And they got rid of her pretty early on. Yeah. So that was definitely. And then they killed off Matthew. And then it just really just was like, well, okay. Yeah. You killed the people off and you should have kept them. Oops. Yeah, you kept the worst sister i okay i i had the same i have the same problem with um how to get away with murder 
Like I never watched that one. It's it's that one is a, it's a it's a Shondaland show, um, and it's it's one of those where you know those shows where like the first season is really interesting. And then by the end of the first season, like, you think they've solved their problem, but then they just keep getting themselves into more and more problems. And you're like, I don't know how you're going to get yourself out of these problems. <laughs> and, like, the problems just, like, keep sort of just, like, recirculating. So that's this almost the same thing every season. That's kind of like, I mean? um, Scandal. Yes. Yeah. Very similar. Yes. And I have after, the same... Like, the first season of the first season of Scandal was, like, amazing. And then after the first season, you're just like, really? Yeah. So I think I made it through, like... <laughs> three or four seasons of How to Get Away with Murder recently, and then I just sort of, like, trailed off because I was like, well, this is getting less interesting because at some point, I guess you guys have to get yourselves out of all of your predicaments, but I'm not sure I'm interested in getting there. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, those those are definitely shows where I'm like, I just don't... Like, you started off so strong, and now I'm not sure it's cons- I can consider this good anymore. <laughs> <sighs> That's why the shows that end well are so rare right the good places and the jane the virgins of the world are so rare i mean if you're making the money i guess you know you want to keep making the show so that's true that's true what what would be uh some guilty pleasure movies for you oh hmm that is a good question i feel like i don't even watch movies that much anymore it's all it's all shows or like Limited series yes. nonsense stuff. Uh, we can't say that Twilight was a guilty pleasure because we don't know that we enjoyed it. But we maybe felt guilty about watching it. I don't know. We're conflicted. <laughs> I honestly cannot think of one right now. I'm trying to think of... Because, like, my favorite movie is Amelie, but that's not, like, a guilty pleasure. That's just, it's a, just really a pleasure movie. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's, it's ones like... Um, it's like a lot of like early two thousands, um, like teen movies. Oh, she's the man. One of my husband's most favorite movies ever is uh, "Can't Hardly Wait." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like stuff like that where you're just Clueless like, was on TV the other day. Clueless I had to watch it. Was a great it. one. Uh, anything with very much anything with Amanda Bynes in it, like <laughs> absolute guilty pleasure. Uh, yeah, I that like that kind of stuff. I'm like. These are objectively bad movies. I rewatched um, John Tucker Must Die oh, recently. <laughs> it is so it's really bad. bad. And it's just really, it's so, like, not only is it a bad movie, it's just, like, low-key, kind of high-key offensive in a lot oh, of yeah. ways. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this movie would never get made now. But... It's so funny to me, because I know there were tons of, like, bad movies made when I was... A teenager, but like you and I are not that far apart in age, but like the age difference in terms of when we were teenagers and yes. when all these movies were coming out, like when you saying like you watched all the Amanda Bynes movies, like that was a little bit past you, past me. Yeah. And I feel like they just got like during that period, they were just really, really bad, horrible. And when I was a teenager, we got like Romeo and Juliet, we got Clueless, yeah, you got ones got, like, that are like good ones, cult classic, <laughs> yeah, good movies, yeah. Now. Like, maybe they weren't considered, like, good when they came out, but now they've, like, be- had this, like, cult classic following. Yeah. One movie that I was t- we were talking about with our friend Caleb a little bit was the movie Teen Witch, which is definitely a guilty pleasure because it is not good. 
robots. I haven't seen this one, and it might need to be like on our next edible evening viewing. I still think that needs to be Showgirls because I have not seen that, and I do enjoy Janeway. <laughs> <laughs> but it is it, it's it's the timeless tale of a girl who learns that she is descended from a witch. I mean. <laughs> The story that has been replayed over and over so many times. But it was made in like either the late 80s or the early 90s. And so there's like, they're trying to like work in the popularity of hip hop into it. And like... <laughs> the witches. <laughs> well, no, she's only, there's only like, it's the teenagers, not the witches okay. doing that. But it's just a lot happening and it's amazing. And everyone needs to watch this movie. Similarly, The Craft also is a movie that you need to watch. It is a very different vibe. But also, if you rewatch it, you're like, what the hell? What was happening? There's a point in The Craft where this movie is super old, so I don't care if I'm spoiling anything, um, where the crazy lady's uh, stepdad dies, and he has like a life insurance policy. Okay. And the life insurance policy pays out like, like two hundred and fifty thousand uh-huh. dollars, which I guess obviously in the nineties, like that was more money. Yeah, but I still remember at the time when I watched it, I was like, "That's something. It's a good amount of money, but it's also like not a ton of money." But they go and like either rent or buy like this crazy like a penthouse apartment. You get all this fancy furniture, and I'm like, "What? What did?" That is not how money works. <laughs> like, That's not what that is how it works. But like, you're going to be out of money tomorrow. Yes. You've uh, spent it all. <laughs> that's not what you were supposed to do with it. Of course, that's the thing where I like fixate on. I'm like, it's fine that like snakes are coming out of the walls. That's totally normal. But this money thing. <laughs> but I really you did not handle the life insurance money properly. You have to live on that, lady. Oh, Megan, your mind is such a special place to be. I love it so much. Um, Sidebar, I just got a text that my Instacart shopper replaced chopped dates with cherries. Um, Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Not the same thing. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. The other day, our friend said that she had her Instacart shopper replace... Whatever salad dressing she was asking for with salad cream. Yeah, like the British salad cream. British salad cream. And I have a lot, a lot of questions because first of all... They're not in the same aisle. No, they're in like the import aisle. Yes. And also, you know how many... I mean, I'm sure everyone listening has been to a grocery store. You know how many kinds of salad dressing? Yeah, you can even be in like a small grocery store and there's still like a huge... So like... Okay. Like 50 kinds of salad dressing at least. Like if you don't have the poppy seed dressing, there is another poppy seed. Like there's, it's not like there's not going to be any salad dressing whatsoever. I also had the same questions. Like what journey led this person <laughs> from the legitimate salad dressing aisle to the import section of British salad cream? It, it's a lot. To unpack in my brain, and it it's too much to think about, honestly, because I cannot, I, I can't figure it out. <laughs> yeah, so apparently I'm getting dried cherries instead of the chopped dates that I needed. So I will be making a detour to the store on my way home today to buy chopped dates for the recipe. 
I used to consider Instacart a guilty pleasure because it made my life so much easier. However, things like this make it so not worth it for me. (laughs) I was like, okay, I'm going to save time. I just, I don't feel like running to the store. This is going to be, I'll do this while I'm recording the podcast. It'll be great. I'm like multitasking. And now it's just caused me extra work. And now I'm annoyed. Yes. The only way to get around it is that the only thing that I can do is go in there and be like, like you have to go in manually to each item and go, do not replace. Do exactly. Not replace. Do not replace. Well, and it like didn't cue me because it had like three things that it was like, oh, we're running low on three things. Mm-hmm. Like, and so I chose the replace the very specific replacements for those three things. And the dates were not one of them, which leads me to believe that the person had no idea what they were looking for. Oh, for sure. I can guarantee you the grocery store has dates. Whether or not they are chopped, they will have dates. Yes. In the produce aisle. Yes. Buy the bananas usually. <laughs> they are usually by the bananas. I don't know why they're by the bananas, but yes, they are usually by the bananas. I don't know. In a little plastic container. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, anyway. Uh, yeah. I, I agree with you on the uh, Instacart guilty pleasures, and now it just enrages me. So I, all I, I've, I should probably just cancel my subscription to it, but I've paid up through like another eight months or something. So just... Keep on keeping on <laughs> for now. I don't know. My goodness. Um, okay. So we don't feel guilty for anything that we eat. But for this, again, for the sake of mm-hmm. understanding what we're talking about. Food that you should not like, but you do. Yes. Uh, Annie's mac and cheese. Oh, 100%. Um, last night, it was Marco Poloing with Kathleen and Ade. And Kathleen was making her kids a box of Annie's mac and cheese for dinner and she like set her timer for like 10 minutes and I was like oh it's only eight you should really only be doing it for eight minutes because otherwise it's gonna get mushy because if you and if unless it's the shells because in the shells they'll be slightly less mushy but if it's the elbow then you only need like six minutes and then I go I clearly have made way too many boxes of Annie's mac and cheese <laughs> like this is the fact that I can rattle all of this off to you off the top of my head is maybe a problem uh, I think it's fine. <laughs> it, it, you just need to you need to know the standard cooking times of macaroni and other kinds of pasta. I think that's totally normal. <laughs> As someone who cooks a lot of pasta, As someone who makes a lot it's of fine. noodles. Um, <laughs> the other day on the way home from work, I had the most intense craving for McDonald's French fries, and so I went mm. through the McDonald's drive-through and got McDonald's French fries. I like don't eat pretty much anything for McDonald's except for French fries and sometimes a Coke because their Coke does taste different. Um, but yeah, those are, I'm like, I, 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 they're, they're ridiculous and I shouldn't love these, but they're very good. Sometimes I get a craving for, I also almost never eat at McDonald's pretty much only like we'll eat it on a road trip sometimes for yes. breakfast. Yeah. Cause their breakfast food is pretty solid. Yeah. In terms of, like, you know, what you can get on the road. Yes. Um, But sometimes they get, like, a really mad craving for chicken nuggets with honey. Mm. Because, I like, that's what I would eat when I was a little kid. Mm -hmm. And, like, there's just something about the way the batter that they use on the chicken with the honey is just, like... It's a solid... It's a solid pairing. It's a solid, solid pairing. And uh, sometimes you just gotta itch that. Yeah, have a chicken nug, 
<laughs> have a McDonald's fry. I mean, I like there's other fast food. Like we don't eat a lot of fast food, but there's other fast food places that are like my like go to because they I know that they won't make me sick because I do have a problem with like fast food yeah. in my stomach. But McDonald's fries are still pretty much the winner for me. They're just like the right, they're like kind of skinny. They've got the right saltiness. Yeah, a lot of places <sighs> are so good. Don't really salt their fries. Uh, it's so, it, the most disappointing thing ever is getting, <laughs> if you're like, especially if you're on a road trip and you've like pulled away from the drive through and you reach into your fries and there's like no, they like haven't salted them at all. That is the most disappointing thing <laughs> that could happen to a person. Well, you and I can really house a can of Pringles. That is true. And again, like, first of all, they're not really potato chips. They're potato crisps, I believe, or something. They have to call them something specific because they are not a slice of potato. Right. They've been like reformed <laughs> like a mashed potato. and like when you really think about it you're like this shouldn't be good and yet i can't stop eating them like once i get going mm. that whole can will be gone oh yeah like i can't i can't keep them in the house the other thing that i have a hard time keeping in the house is uh cheese it's like boxes of cheese it's will just disappear in no time flat oh i mean that's because of my kids i can't have we don't have Cheez-Its. I mean, we do have Cheez-Its. Like, my son will eat, like, half the box in a sitting. I'll and then the box. other half the box the next sitting. I mean, it's only because he'll pour them into... He smartly pours them into a bowl. I do now. But he, pour, <laughs> he eats, like, the, a big bowl and yes. just fills it as high as he can. Yes. And he's like, I only took one bowl. I'm like, you're using a cereal bowl, so... I mean, if you cut the pie in half, <laughs> it's only two pieces. Right. Okay. <laughs> Um, I will say pretty much anything sour cream and onion flavor. Oh my god, the best. Ugh, sour cream and onion chips. Sour cream and onion chips are the best chips, hands down. Oops. Also, the H E B variety of sour cream and onion chips is a thousand percent better than the Lay's oh. version, and I don't know how. It's just so much better. Um, the the second to that for me are the cheddar sour cream flavor. Oh, I do like those. They're so good. Yeah. I do like those a lot. I get very excited because I, like, I never buy them for myself. Mm-hmm. and I get, But I get very excited when I go to a, like a party and, oh, they and they're have like, them. Yeah. <laughs> or they're in like the variety pack. Yes. yes. I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, the variety packs of chips were like, they have all the good flavors. And then there's like just the plain potato chips and no one takes the plain ones. <laughs> You know, what I would say is a brilliant move on Frito-Lay's part is that they started making different kinds of variety packs. Yes. So now there's like a Doritos variety pack. There's a cheddar variety pack. There's a spicy variety pack. So you can choose which one you want so you don't get stuck with the plain potato chips. One of our, one of our, um, quote, guilty pleasure foods that we like to do at home is uh, make nachos with Doritos. Solid. Uh-huh. We, well, we usually do half torti- regular tortilla chips and then half Doritos. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one of those where you're like, this is, I'm, I'm going to have heartburn. Uh, I'm going to have heartburn after this and I don't care. Yes. I will say um, one year we took that to the next level and we made nachos. I don't recommend this. 
We made nachos using Takis. You did that for Reese's birthday one year, right? We did that for my son's birthday because that's what he wanted. He wanted nachos with like queso and Takis. So that's what we did. And it was great, but it was also terrible. It was a a horrible (laughs) idea. Afterwards, you wanted to die. Truly. Truly wanted your, to die. Your, your kids' guilty pleasures are is anything from Taco Bell. Oh my god. Kids love Taco Bell so much. Not, I mean, Max likes it, but Reese just like every single moment he asks what we're having for dinner. And no matter what I say, he'll be like, Taco Bell? Taco Bell? I've witnessed it. It's true. Like, every it's a true time. Story. He, I got him a gift card to Taco Bell for christmas <laughs> and um he he actually like used it we he spent some of it on food for like the rest of us which i thought was really nice because i was cute. like oh like you could have saved you know the rest of this and had like a second meal and he was like right. oh well whatever because i guess whatever he ordered ended up costing like 12 dollars <laughs> because he orders so much food <laughs> He goes to Taco Bell. I was going to say, $12 at Taco Bell is like half the menu. It was like a a box situation. Oh, yeah. One of those giant like variety box things. It was like, yeah, variety box that comes with like, I don't know, it came with like a chalupa and tacos and nachos and a drink. And then he also ordered something. He ordered like a chicken quesadilla on the side. Oh, my God. Which costs, it's actually one of the more expensive things on their menu. So, yes, they, he loves Taco Bell. So much. I don't get it. It's weird. Like, I guess I liked Taco Bell when I was a kid, but... Yeah. He really loves it. And just thinking about it makes me need to poo my pants <laughs> a little bit. It's like, it's just not... That's like what... That is... That's like the one... Like one... There's a couple, like, fast food places I can never, ever eat. <clears throat> that is one of them. I cannot eat Buffalo Wild Wings. Like, mm-hmm. everything from Buffalo Wild Wings makes me horrendously ill. It did before I had ulcerative colitis, and it does now. Yeah. Uh, and I, everything from Portillo's makes me horrendously sick. Mm. Everything from Five Guys. Five Guys is okay for me, weirdly. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. If I eat... Like, I could maybe eat, like, the tiniest possible burger that they have. Yeah. But they're... I mean, even their tiny burgers are, like, huge, so... Yes. Yeah, a lot of things. With Taco Bell, like, sometimes it depends on what I order. But I'm also, like, because I did like it when I was a kid. So I'm still a little bit of the, like, like, a little nostalgia about it. It's a little bit. Yeah. I would, I mean, we would, I just have memories of, like, going to the mall and, like, yeah. getting Taco Bell at the food court. Well, <laughs> my mom and I, because we lived in, like, a really small town that had an IGA and that was literally it. And so my mom and I would, like, Every few weeks, we would go into, like, the next town that, like, actually had, like, Walmart and Sam's Club and, like, actual grocery stores and stuff and, like, do, like, a big shopping trip for the month. Mm-hmm. And we would, like, the the Walmart was next to Sam's and then there was a Taco Bell. And so we would almost always, like, get Taco Bell for lunch. Because mm-hmm. I probably, because A, it was convenient and B, it was, like, dirt cheap. So cheap. So cheap and we're super poor. So there's a little bit of like Taco Bell massage, but it's I can't I can't. It was like <laughs> seventy nine cents for a taco, and then 
I think nachos were also like 70, they were there like 79 cents or maybe even like 59 cents. Like so, nothing. So cheap. You could get like a whole meal for like $3. It, it makes, it makes the, the, it makes the McDonald's dollar menu look like you're spending a million dollars. Truly. It's still cheap. It's not as cheap now, but it's still You know, inflation. <laughs> Compared to like, I mean, we get takeout a lot and like. Like getting sushi is like over a hundred dollars. Yeah, four sushi bucks, is so. not a cheap. Yeah, that's like not a cheap meal. So for sure, for sure. Um, I have like guilty pleasure reads. Mm-hmm. I love. Okay, so I don't like like sm- like super smutty like romance novels. Like mm-hmm. I'm not like a Harlequin romance right. person, but just like kind of smutty novels I'm like okay like my mom and I both really liked to read um the like Janet Ivanovich like Stephanie Plum novels just because they were like so fluffy and so not intellectual so like we would read something like really heavy and then we'd be like we have to read something kind of dumb. Right. Like we have to read something where there's like very low stakes and you're mostly wondering like, is she going to sleep with this hot guy or this hot guy? I don't know. Like maybe she'll sleep with both of them. I don't know. That's like all those Sue Grafton novels. Like she, I don't think she ever like, it was all about the mystery and I don't think she never like really got it on with anybody, but there's always like a guy in the background. Right. Like was happening. And so right. definitely the same kind of situation. There's also books... I could not remember what the series was called, but I was thinking about this the other day for some reason. I really don't know why at all, but there was a series that I read that was sort of like, it wasn't necessarily a romance, but it was like a historical fiction, sure. la la la, where like, it, I feel like it either started in Ireland or ended in Ireland and like, ended up in like Mesopotamia and they would like ride horses so there was like about the Scythian people because they like tamed horses and I don't remember why I was thinking of this at all but I think I read them in college and I thought they were just like really amusing (laughs) (laughs) fluffy not like super smutty but like I don't know, like, just like just fluffy enough to be fluffy like, enough, oh. and also like still intellectual because they're based in history. Right? Like, <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> Do you have like guilty pleasure like music? Um, any boy band stuff. I so I was gonna say that like I never I was never into like Backstreet Boys or NSYNC or anything. Again, like, they were just a little after. Well, yes, but also, no. But also, I wasn't into New Kids on the Block either. Okay. When that came out. Like, everyone else around me, and I was like, eh. How Megan of you. fine. <laughs> everyone else likes it, so I don't. <laughs> I was also probably a little bit like, these guys are really old, and we're like 10, guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> a little creepy. Um, but the other day, I was listening to... Uh, on Spotify, they do like, you know, so-and-so artist radio. So it's oh, like uh-huh. music that's like s- slightly related to that. Like if you like this person, you'll like this music. And there was a lot of One Direction on there. <laughs> their songs are actually... Their songs are totally totally bops! <laughs> yes! Their songs are absolute bops. Um, also, like, now that I have a toddler, I like kind of really love... Like any of the 
the like um, Disney song remakes, like or where like um, like Panic at the Disco did their like the cover of like Into the Unknown from Frozen Two. Oh yeah, which is a f- like fucking slaps. Yeah, like any of the like pop punk remakes of Disney songs. I'm mm-hmm. like, yes, please, I'll take some more of that. This is great. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> like, like it feeds my like. <laughs> teenage like my teenagerness and also like hey i have a toddler now so this like i don't know it's a very weird combo one of the reasons i enjoy big hero six a lot is because fallout boy did the soundtrack it's great it's great like it's what not about? like a musical a movie that disney does but like they do great songs for it taylor swift used to be a guilty pleasure for me and now she's just a pleasure i mean we could do a whole episode on taylor swift on the wrong, the dirty that Taylor Swift was done. It's true. Basically. If, if you have not watched Miss Americana on Netflix, mm-hmm. what are you doing with your life? Go do that right now. I mean, there was also, like, we talked about how we both, we both uh, love Jamila Jamil a lot. And she has talked about how, like, we were all basically conditioned to hate mm-hmm. Taylor Swift. And it's 100% true. Yes. Um. So, uh. She is a musical genius. She's great. She's so talented. Yeah. It's great. And the Red rides and workouts on, uh, Red Taylor's version workouts on Peloton are great. (laughs) (laughs) I have my little badge because I did so many of them. (laughs) I think I did, I think you have to do like three of them or something. And I did, I definitely did that. And I got my little badge, my major award. (laughs) Which is fine because I never finished the restorative yoga thing that I did because the guy was so annoying to me. Uh, I mean, yes. You get, uh, I guess you have to do a certain number to give you, for, to get any of the badges, so. Yes. I think, I think you have to, like, actually complete the program to get the badge for it or some such Well, nonsense. you can get, like, usually they do, like, silver or, like, Oh, yeah. Silver. I think there's, like, you can get, like, partial. But that one was only a week, so. Well, I think I did, I did get a, like, a bronze badge, because I did two, the first two there days, and then I was like, because I thought, okay, the first day, it was a fluke, it's going to get better, and then mm-hmm. I did the second day, and I almost died of boredom, and, but, like, I had to push through, because I was partly into the, the workout, and I was like, <laughs> oh, I have to finish it now, and then I was like, no, not worth it. <laughs> bronze is the, you tried, badge. You, you sort of tried. <laughs> That's the most I ever get on any of those things, let's be honest. That's that's pretty good for me when it comes to fitness. It's fine. It's fine. That's all right. It's fine. Oh, man. I was going to say plants, but plants are not. They're just a pleasure. They're just a pleasure. They're just a pleasure. I don't feel guilty about my plants. Also, as I was saying uh, via text the other day, the amount of joy that my lipstick Hoya plant has <laughs> given me. Guys. Guys. <laughs> she has this plant. And the flowers. Only some of them, though. Only some of them. It, it must be like a male-female thing. I don't know. <laughs> but, like, there were, like, two of the flowers on this plant, of the many, many flowers that just straight up looked like dicks. They really did. And like, it, 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 uh, there's just no other description for what these flowers ended up looking like. Big red dicks. It was <clears throat> really inappropriate. It was, yes. <laughs> because they just kept getting bigger. And I was starting to like be slightly concerned. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is wrong with my plants? 
plants. <laughs> because I got flowers on this plant before, and they were just like normal flowers, and they looked normal. And then I started getting lots of flowers on it, which was very unexpected because I didn't really realize that they would do that. Um, so apparently the plant is very happy with my neglect, basically. <laughs> and it was happy to show you how happy it was. And it started out like just like a little bit, and then it just kept getting longer and longer. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> you guys. It's really like vulgar. <laughs> but the whole process has definitely brought me a lot of joy a just lot laughing. A lot of joy. <laughs> So it is not a guilty pleasure at all. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, that was a that was a good one. Bless its bless its little heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I sometimes okay. I really enjoy going to the zoo, but I always feel a little bit guilty about it because the animals do look sad. I'm conflicted about zoos, so. That's a yeah, you know what? The, guilty pleasure activity. I'm conflicted about Zeus. I'm also conflicted about museums, like history museums, yeah. art museums. Uh, I went to the British Museum when I was over there, and if you guys don't know, a lot of the stuff in the British Museum is stolen, uh, which you would know if you'd watch Black Panther. Right. Um, <laughs> but also just in general, uh, so it's very conflicting because it's like, you're learning, but also... Eh, yeah. Yeah. How can we do this better? Um, yeah. 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 And with the zoos, especially, um, because usually when you go to a zoo, like you're not always, you don't often see the animals like in their prime time, like they're happy right. and playing, like they're almost right. always asleep. First of all, yes. Um, and. Some of their enclosures look really sad or really small. And I know a lot of the animals like have never lived in the wild. They were rehabilitated, like they were, they were rehabilitated right. or they were born in captivity. Um, but it's a lot like makes you think of a lot of existential questions yes. <laughs> about humans and how we screw things up. Yes, 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 yes. That is absolutely the case. So, yes. Yes, that, that I always, I'm like, oh. I do also recognize this, there's like also, no like, other way I'd probably see a lot of these animals. I know. But... Yes, it's a whole thing. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Yay. Yeah, Alex hates zoos for that reason. Yeah. But I do sometimes make him go because we have a child who loves animals. Yes, and so kids do love zoos. They're Fun. And I think if you go to zoos that like, you know, do a lot of conservation work and like they do work really hard. Yes. To take care of the animals. Like we went to the San Diego Zoo and that was really nice. And they have a whole separate like um like a reserve or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what it's called where they like really like take care of the animals and like have yeah. them be out in the wild or whatever. Yeah. So there are places that are trying really hard, especially like, I think ch- things have changed a lot in the past, like 20, 30 years in yeah. zoos and aquariums and things like that, where like people are definitely more aware. Yes. I do think that that is true. Yeah. Yeah. Also reminds me of a, a meme I saw the other day of how 
in the 80s, everyone wanted to be a marine biologist. <laughs> and they didn't under- and someone was asking why. And the picture that accompanied it was a Lisa Frank image <laughs> of two adorable dolphins flying through the air. And I was Brightly like, colored dolphins. Yes. I mean, the chokehold that dolphins had in the 80s and early 90s. I swear to you, I don't know why we were all so obsessed with dolphins. Lisa Frank is only partly to blame. I but. mean, now it's now it's like mermaids and llamas. Yeah, but mermaids aren't real. I know, so like, which makes them like less weird. But then there's like the llama thing now. But I do love llamas, so right. It's I'm also like, well, I also can't fault all the llama stuff because I will buy it all because it's cute. So <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny how trends come and go. There's probably like so many like 45 year old women wandering around with like little dolphin tattoos on their oh, ankle. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure that they got like the minute they turned 18. Yes, I am. Positive that that is the yes. case. <laughs> so when I was a kid, yes, for sure. Guilty pleasure. Dolphins. Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, because you're just like, oh, and I want to go swim with the dolphins. And they're so smart. They're smart like people. Right. They'll love me. Right. That dolphin does not want you writing it. I blame Sequest, the TV show, where they had a talking dolphin. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure that that did not help. He didn't talk. He had like a little thing hooked up. So he talked. Yes. Like, you know. Yes. But that was part of it. Because <laughs> we were all in love with Jonathan Brandeis. And he tended to the talking children. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of memories coming up to the surface right now. <laughs> Just all of these childhood guilty pleasures. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Megan, what uh what's bringing you joy this week? Um I got a new pair of overalls. Ooh. And they're great. I like them a lot. Where did they where did you get them from? I got them from Tonley. They are a store that makes clothes out of reclaimed fabric from uh other clothing warehouses and things so their clothes are made in Cambodia and they like source all the materials from other you know whatever other clothing companies are like in Cambodia um so uh like it's not even it's not like bad fabric or anything it's right it's like cotton and linen right um so for whatever reason, this fabric was like no good to those people. So they right. just reclaim all this fabric and awesome. make their clothes out of it. And there are, um, they're soft and I really like that it's sustainable and taking stuff out of the landfills basically. I love so, that. So yeah. Uh, and also I really like that it has like the way that you like fasten it. It's like a, just like a, um, I don't know what the part that goes over the strap. Yes. (laughs) Strap is the word you're looking Uh, for. It doesn't have like buttons or like buckles or anything. You Uh just like put the strap through the hole and then tie a little knot. Oh, nice. Yes. Uh, Which makes it way more comfortable. There's no like metal pieces. Right. Messing Well, then you can like make it the right whatever length you kind of want to. Yes. Right? Yes. So much easier to adjust because you just tie it when you put it on. Yeah. And 
it's just it's really nice. I like it. It's Love a nice that. green color. Aw. So I'm excited for it to stop being cold winter again. Yes. And uh, I can wear them. <laughs> I told Megan earlier that we're in that part of spring where I still have not put my winter coat away because I'm a little too super superstitious for that. Mm. But I also refuse to put it back on. So I just have my like more like it's like a warmer jacket, but it's not my winter coat. And yeah. I'm just making do with that because I fucking refuse. I mean, you never know when it's going to snow again. That's the real <sighs> That's thing. That's the thing. Yes. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Because uh, our Easter and our wedding anniversary is coming up. And those are things that I'm like, but it could be snowing on either of those days. It's true. Honestly, any point in April, you just never know. Bless my children who constantly constantly like for for years it's not even like we moved to illinois thing it's it's just a thing that they feel the need to ask me every time we have like two days of really nice warm weather and then the next day it drops by like 30 degrees and they have to be like why is it cold today and i have to explain that it is weather (laughs) (laughs) and it doesn't just constantly go up tell you how weather works I told him, I told the teenager that if he asks again, he will have to write a three-page paper on weather and weather patterns and climate and how all of that works together and how it's not just like, it's spring. It's yes. supposed to be warm now. Yes. Bless. Bless. <laughs> what is bringing you joy? Um, so <laughs> one of our friends, she is, uh, she dates she just like online or you know app dating i don't know what the kids call these days whatever. <laughs> and she has this very specific problem that is honestly kind of funny to me because it's so opposite of like what most women experience mm-hmm. in their dating lives and that is like she will go on like a couple of dates with someone and then they will like proclaim their undying love to her and she hasn't had this happen in a while, and she was, like, messaging me and our other friend last night and was like, it happened again. Like, I was on a date. with like, I've been going out with this guy, and, like, it's fine. But I, all of a sudden, I looked at him, and I go, oh, no. He's about to profess his love. I can tell. And I'm not feeling it. And so she had to like change the subject real fast. And I like, I genuinely couldn't stop laughing because I was like, this is like the exact opposite problem. Like I listened to these podcasts where like these women call in for advice and they're like, he just won't say I love you back. And they're like, honey, he's just not that into you. And I'm like, you are like the exact opposite problem. You're like, I can't get them to stop saying I love you and I'm not into them. <laughs> anyway, so not to, you know, derive joy from our friend's dating woes, but also it just made me laugh so much. And it was very funny. Just like her going, I did it again. <laughs> I mean, stop us being so amazing and interesting. I know. I was like, well, you're a babe. So, I mean, it makes sense. But also, (laughs) she's like, I got to break up with this one, too, (laughs) before he professes his undying love to me. (laughs) Anyway, so that gave me a good giggle last night. (laughs) We'll be back next week with another new episode. 
Until then, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on social media at IRSI Podcast. You can also send us an email at I'd rather stay in podcast at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. Bye. Thank you.